Hey, folks, I know there are lots of business owners who listen to this show. Maybe some of you never planned on running a business, but now here you are. One thing you've always got to keep in mind is how much you're spending on your operating costs. That's one of the first things we had to keep in mind with WTF. And with things costing more today than they did when we started, you want to keep your expenses down. To reduce costs and headaches, be smart and use NetSuite by Oracle, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. Reduce IT costs, cut the costs of maintaining multiple systems, improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash WTF for more. That's netsuite, N-E-T-S-U-I-T-E dot com slash WTF. This is exciting. You're about to hear the fifth installment of the Mark and Tom show. And it's me and my friend Tom Sharpling uh, just talking. A couple of fellas, a couple of middle-aged fellas talking. Some of you know Tom Sharpling. He is the host of the best show. And uh, oddly, if if you don't know anything about Tom's background or, or our friendship, it's it's a late in the game friendship. We we met and uh, became friends uh, not that long ago. We were you know older fellas, but there was always a mutual respect there. Tom, I I, I don't know how to explain it other than uh, I love the way he thinks. He makes me laugh. He's a great broadcaster. Uh, some of the comic bits that he did on his show are like all timers, like great. I mean, if you ever get an opportunity to get that uh, the best of the best show thing, it's actually on the uh, Numero Group label, sixteen CDs. But it's um, it's all the Sharpling and uh, John Worcester bits, and they're it's hilarious. It's uh, it's truly hilarious. But uh, but Tom and I are pals. And we just got into the habit of uh, every once in a while sitting down and talking as a couple of guys who do uh, broadcasting work uh, who, who like each other's company. I don't know what else to tell you. You can you can still listen to Tom's show. It's on every week. It's the best show live Tuesday nights at 9 Eastern at thebestshow.net. You can also get that uh, that on the podcast form. Get it wherever you get podcasts. And also check out his podcast, Meet My Friends, The Friends which you probably should know as little about as possible before you start listening. Just know if you love uh, recap podcasts or if you hate recap podcasts, uh, this is the show for you. So this is uh, our fit. We did this a little while ago um, when he was out here, when Tom was out here. And uh, we'll be back to our regular format on Monday with our 1,000th episode. But now this is me and uh, the very funny and very smart Tom Sharpling. I want you to know something about Tom. Is that as a broadcaster, he's just great at it. He's great at pausing, taking beats. He's very funny. He's great at follow through with stories. Like if you want to be a good broadcaster, a good podcaster, a good on the mic person, you should study Tom Sharpling. That's what I say. Me, I just wing it. But this is a... This is the Mark and Tom show, uh, number five, and uh, enjoy the company of me and Mr. Sharpoint. Mm-hmm. 
Sometimes I wish I paid more attention in school, or in some cases, any attention at all. There are probably a lot of things I could have gotten more out of, like literature, and now it's probably not in the cards to go back to school and study the classics. But luckily for us, there's a new podcast called The Foxed Page that dives deep into the best books of all time. This is basically like the best possible college English class, but more relaxed and fun. No pressure of grades or needing to prepare something to say in class. It's only the books you want to read and know about presented by best-selling author Kimberly Ford. Everything from Cormac McCarthy to Madame Bovary, from classics like Frankenstein to modern hits like Lessons in Chemistry. I love Ireland, but I missed the boat on James Joyce. The Foxed Page has a three-part series on Dubliners, and that's a pretty great starting point. Want to get the most out of what you read? The Foxed Page is for you. Get it now wherever you get your podcasts. Like I have the air on now too, because my idea was like this kind of air conditioner doesn't uh-huh. make noise. But listen, I oh, can hear that. Yeah, I can. Yeah, you can hear. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Is it fine? I think so. Really? You think it's just texture? Like, yeah. in, in, if I don't make a big deal out of it, you think people who are listening are, aren't going to make a big deal? It's not like eating on the mic. Now, eating on the mic's a whole other thing, which oh, I, n- I'd never have done it once. Ne- well, I can't. Do, do you, you know what happens when you do, don't you? The amount of reaction. Oh, it's, yes. It's like, it's hostile. Mm-hmm. It's like at crazy. Yeah. Like, what the fuck yeah. are you doing? Mm-hmm. I understand it, I guess. People want to throw up when they, you got to realize <laughs> I, with headphones now, it sounds like somebody's is eating, your eating in your, yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> they're actually consuming your head. Yeah. And it's like, if you're on like the, <sighs> the bus or whatever, you're listening to this on the subway yeah. and it's just like, it's already hot and now somebody's it's always like, yeah, you just hear that like saliva oh, and the crunching. No, I can't, and I then, can't handle it. But so that's it. you're one of those people that if you hear it, you'll just fucking the worst. I will never do it because I can't handle it. Whenever when when you've done it or anybody's oh, yeah. done it, like Howard Stern used to just eat, eat and cantaloupe? burp and oh. just like <laughs> hate it. It makes me <laughs> nauseous. Like, he, he doesn't do that anymore. I don't. I, don't, I haven't listened in a long time. I haven't. I was never a Stern guy. I um, did we ever talk about Stern? I don't I know. Don't, if we I, did. Don't, I don't think so. I, like, I didn't grow up over there. Yeah. And, and, like, people always ask, you know, like, about, like, there's no, I wouldn't, people don't compare me to him, but we do a, a similar thing. But, like, you're a stern person and you're not. I literally have maybe listened to one show. Yeah. I I used to listen all the time. When you were a kid? When I was a kid in high school. Yeah. And then there was just a day where I think he had that move, his movie was coming out. And he was talking nonstop about the movie. Yeah. And then he like worked everybody up into a frenzy where he's like, this movie's coming out. And it's like, we got this thing showing. Yeah. Like we got theaters are going to show this. What was this. it called again? It private, pri- private, private parts. parts. Yeah. Right. And he's like, and he, I got worked up into such a frenzy. I'm like, like saying to like my wife was on my wife. I'd be like, okay, there's like a one o'clock, one, one in the afternoon show. It's just like. We probably got to get to the theater at like eleven thirty to like because this thing's gonna be, and then we get to this theaters like nine people there, and it's like on the day it comes out, and then I just I think that made me feel kind of like a 
a sucker. <laughs> yeah. And then the and then I, then I I think the thing that I really he lost me when he just kind of became like the guy when he became yeah. successful and right. kind of crossed that line to where he's not the underdog anymore. He's now yeah running things there's just a part of me that lost interest in it yeah i it's uh that's concerning like i feel like like when somebody was that when he went to sirius or before before that oh yeah i think when he when he was when he really got accepted by everybody i think that wow this this is the most telling thing already that i'm hearing say like don't ever become liked by everybody because you'll hate yourself like i'm not here my entire <laughs> dynamic has just revealed itself to me like fail just enough <laughs> to, to keep people uh feeling sorry for you yes exactly if, if they don't feel like you're a loser yeah yeah why will wow. they listen oh There's, boy yeah <laughs> i think i need to go lay down <laughs> this is this is rough it just happened. three minutes in it just happened yeah i think uh, i figured the whole thing out right now <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad I can help out. Yeah. That was the quickest yeah. Mark and Tom show we've yeah, had. I think so. Time to take yeah. a nap. I remember, I think one thing, because people are like, hey, you like you hit it off with Mark and you guys get along. <laughs> like, how, like, I don't, like, and I was thinking about it. It's like, I think there's one thing uh, I said. Yeah. I said, like, he, like, Mark came on my show, best show once, and I said to him, you know, I could fix you in five minutes. And I was just saying it. It's a dumb thing to say, and I think it's like maybe that, <laughs> maybe that planted it. like a little seed in the back of his head. He's like, this guy <laughs> he seemed, is gonna fix me at some point. Seemed pretty confident yeah. about it. <laughs> he had a tone <laughs> like, about yeah. him. It like, just like went right in and yeah. locked in, and yeah. I, I, I think it's gonna happen at some point. Because it's, it's like that thing where you're like, <laughs> look, I know when you, when you feel like you're getting conned or, yeah, or right. tricked, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, all right. 99% of me knows that this that there's no businessman with all this money but it's like but just what if this is the one like that's how they get you right there yeah. yeah. he's the guy yeah my dad lived for that like he's, he's that guy he's he's their mark it, that just he what's well, it you know what it is online uh, health practitioners mm-hmm like my dad will send me like things where it's like this guy, this guy knows what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to eat the, you know, the vitamin D all the time, and you know, stay away from this, stay away from that, and you're probably never going to have colon cancer, whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he's a doctor, so I'm thinking like, all right, he knows what he's talking about. I'm going to start doing this, but then I go look up these guys that he 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 believes in, and mm-hmm. I'm like, what what qualifies this guy for anything? <laughs> yeah. Where's the science on this? He. Yeah. He like partnered up with some guy who had a vitamin, mm-hmm. a vitamin. Like this was years ago. I, I mean, I've talked sure. about. I don't think I've talked about it to you before, but it was called Memory Revitalizer. Uh huh. And it was this big fucking vitamin. And this guy, and and my dad was pushing it. He made me take it. He said this is the one. And then I met the fuck that 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 created it. He's just some dude is like an office with one yeah. guy in it and boxes of the shit. That's, and I'm like, what's the credibility of this stuff? And the yeah. guy was some weirdo right wing libertarian dude. And my dad's like, you know, this guy knows what he's talking about. That guy yeah. Yeah, is making vitamins where? He's he's fixing it. He has the answer to anything. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have the answer it. for himself. Yeah, no, but he's got suckers. Yeah. It's 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 astounding to me. Like, it's like with the Trump presidency, there's part of me that realizes, like, this is exactly the president this country deserves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on on yeah. some level, because this is the complete, this is what America was built on, you know, in the bad way, is this guy. 
just yes. a sucker born every minute. Yeah. P.T. Barnum's. Unfortunately, he's a racist fuck. Yeah. But but and, and he's shameless about that. But in terms of like, how does it make sense? Of course, it makes sense. Yeah, it's the most transparent uh, uh, administration we've ever had because he doesn't give a fuck. You know, it's just yeah. like chaos all the time, and it's just like we know exactly what's happening, and yeah. no one can do anything about it. Phil uh, Phil Morrison, who you know, he he said he was in a cab in New York, and the cabbie was just talking about Trump, and he's just like, "Ah, eh, this guy's just a Queens real estate guy." Yeah, like, and that just sums up everything. It's just yeah. like you think about like a. <laughs> A, a real estate mogul in Queens, yeah. and you're just kind of like, oh, that's everything this guy does is just slap together a building. Yeah, just, uh, never, don't even worry about the consequence to anything. anything. Just like just whatever it takes to get this next deal going. A grifter, like he's yeah. just a hustler, a hustle guy. You know, look, you know, I don't want to underplay it at all mm -hmm. because uh, that was one of the things I want to talk to you about. Is why I don't know, like it becomes almost impossible to reconcile how to. Get through a day, right, and and enjoy your life, or do what you need to do, but know that this garbage fire is is ongoing. Yeah, like it's making me like. There's a part of your being that's constantly being trolled by the very nature of what's happening culturally and politically, and yeah. you somehow have to put a lid on that to just function day in and day out. Yeah. Do you feel that? Oh yeah. No, I I I work. I work hard at it. One of the things I, I decided when when the 2016 election was going the way it did with the best show, I was like, we're not going to make this a political show. It's because you can get that literally everywhere else now. Yeah. And it's like, people know what side of things I'm on. It's right. like, nobody's going to be like, oh, you didn't talk about the thing. Like, maybe he oh, loves yeah. <laughs> Trump. It's like, no, of course I yeah, don't. It's, it's funny that we do that. I do that too, where it's sort of like, shouldn't we be doing this? And Brendan's like... No, there's yeah. a, everyone's doing it. You know, you do what you do, and yeah. if something resonates with you, but you don't want to get into no. that, into the ring with that shit. There's people that do it better, and that's not what this show is. And, and people need a place to go. Everybody's fighting the fight. <sighs> Inside them. You need a place to go where it's like it's like a, an ice pack on your head. And that's, <laughs> yeah, I kind of yeah. looked at my, I look at my show as now being this thing where it's just like, you know it's a, a good place. You yeah. know, I'm not, I'm not... Like, oh, I can't believe I supported that asshole. And he's like, it's like, right. no, you know, I'm on, on your side with stuff, but you're allowed a break from it right. also. There's a part of me questioning everything all the time. It's like, you ever like have a thing where like you go to the movies, it's like, doesn't matter what I eat at the movies. Oh, yeah, like course. it doesn't count. It doesn't count on a plane yeah. or like at the movies. You're on a plane. You're out eating of town, a, even just yeah. out of town. Yes, you're just like out yeah. of town. You're just like yeah, yeah. So I'll get these donut uh, time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> these are out of town donuts. Yeah, but they're really good. Yeah. Or you like what I do is you find you know what's good in this place. Uh -huh. I was just talking to Bert yeah. Kreischer. He uh -huh. was, he was hilarious because he said he was talking about like how he was on the road and he was like you know he was done with his diet he'd run his marathon uh -huh. and wherever he'd go he'd talk to the promoter or whoever it was who was in charge of the green room and he's like what's that city known for <laughs> and he said it was Detroit and it was these some of these dogs some kind of dogs <laughs> some kind of, and he's like yeah. all right they're like coney dogs I think they're called with cheese and whatever yeah. they're hot dogs yeah. and Bert's like all right give me, give me fifty dollars worth. <laughs> And put that in the green room, uh -huh, and that's uh -huh. it. And that's what he did. He said, what yeah. do they got there? What is yeah. the special thing? Yeah, hundred dollars worth of that. 
Just have it back there on a tray. Oh, yeah. Because when I saw Mission Impossible, I was eating this like uh, peanut M and M's, and I'm just like, oh yeah, these are the best. Oh, and then, the then partway through, I'm just like, I'm watching him like he like runs. There's like one part of the movie where he <laughs> runs as fast as a human can run. Yeah. For like five minutes, the Tom Cruise run. Yeah. And yeah. I'm sitting there, I'm just like, grow, eating this stuff. <laughs> and suddenly, I like felt myself. I was just like, I. Hate my, I'm so dis- and I literally threw the candy on the floor. Really? I'm like, yeah. I'm just like, uh, you're done with it. Like, you disgust me. <laughs> like, this guy's, this guy's like an optimal human watching this, like, this like machine that's yeah. like maximized. Like, yeah. and I'm just like shaking the bag of M and M's, just like, Ooh. I guess I could do three at a time. Like, <laughs> chase it with some popcorn. Yeah, exactly. Soda. Salty and sweet. Yeah, it's perfect. Like, but then I'm just like, oh, it's so gross. So I in the middle myself. of it, I just it, threw them on the floor. That's like, what people I, heard in the middle of Tom Cruise's run. Yeah, yeah this <laughs> rolling. Yeah. Because <laughs> they'll roll because they oh, get yeah. fully rounded. While they were still in the bag, they just heard oh, a bag oh. hit the floor. <laughs> a little bag of rocks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was like, yeah, so that's how I felt. And you didn't pick them back up? I picked them back Because <laughs> somebody, I, there was a point where I said, I had this, I had this theory and I knew it was faulty. Yeah. But I was just like, look, if you, if you just drop your shit on the floor of the movie theater, you keep the staff employed. Yeah, sure. Then, like, yeah, yeah. like if people are slobs at the movie theater, they have to hire more people. And yeah. then somebody—it's good for the—it's good for the people that need jobs. Yeah, my friend Hannah was just like, "I work at a movie theater. They just make us do more, yeah. you idiot!" Like, <laughs> not, not like, a <laughs> not that it's hire a second person. Yeah, like I have to clean more garbage. <laughs> It's just uh, kind of like whatever's in the theater. I have one person cleans it. Do you remember back in the old days when it was like you just like the floors were sticky? Yeah, like you know, just from yeah. soda. Yeah, so just, gross. When you're a kid, yeah, those fucking theaters just those, nasty. Those beat up seats. Uh, like, the popcorn thing though, like I can't like. I, my girlfriend like just like insists that it's like she eats it all before the movie starts on purpose. Mm-hmm. Because she doesn't want to be distracted by eating popcorn. Yeah, like it just—I don't like that shoveling. You know, it, like you—you, I'm—I'm yeah. I'm looking at my watch. I'm like, we've got—we're here 15 minutes before it starts the yeah. credits, and we're sitting here with popcorn. And it's just—it's stupid. It's going to be gone. It's not even like eating it at the movies. It's like yeah. this compulsive behavior like, that you engage in before a movie yeah. starts. You're checking it, checking the box off the, the I, thing, just like yeah. And then you get the large one, you can refill it, and that's problematic. Yeah, because now it's just like I need it quick. Go fill. Yeah, I'll Another. just get half of one. Yeah. I'll just get half. Yeah. Do you I ever? Just, were you a person that put sweet shit in the popcorn? I started doing that a little bit, and that as a then grown I, up. Then I felt. Yeah. Then I felt. I was literally doing peanut M and M's and popcorn. But some people dump like what Ra- raisinets. What is? I it? see people dump the stuff, and I wasn't dumb. I'll just. I'll just like literally. Right, chase this up. is my sweet hand. This is my salty <laughs> hand. <laughs> <laughs> and then they meet in the middle yeah. and I just eat like a like a horse. I just kind of feed myself yeah. like a sugar cube. What was the what is the one they use though? Is it raisinets? I think people yeah. I think that's like a That's the classic? That feels like a Duds? Is it milk duds? Maybe it's milk duds. Were milk duds harder when we were younger? Like I don't know. When was the last time fresher now? I don't know. Is that it? When was the last time you had a milk dud? See, the thing is, I don't know when the last time I had one. Now that you mention them, I can tell you the next time I'm going to have a milk that is like <laughs> an hour from now because you put it in my head. Do you like, like them? 
Oh, yeah. I like any of that. I'm so suggestible with that stuff. I just remember when I was a kid, the milk dud, you'd eat them, and it was like it was like you, you had to get through that caramel. It wasn't, yeah. you know, like now they're just soft and there's nothing to yeah. them. Yeah, but, but like when we were a kid, it was like, it was like they were. you had to soften them up. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, I think that was a real thing. Yeah. And they, see, this is how they just... Yeah. This is how they fuck us, Tom, uh-huh. is that, you know, you used to take some time to get through a box, yeah. but now when the caramel's soft, like a fucking um, Rolo almost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You're going you're gonna to go yeah. right through a box yeah. in a minute. I think it's time for you to go back to the counter at the movie theater and be like, excuse me, uh, <laughs> I was a these, kid. these milk duds are a little too soft. <laughs> and then they'll be like, hey, aren't you the guy in the Joker movie? Hey, the guy from the Joker movie was complaining that the milk duds were too soft. Do you f- how, how suggestible do you think you are to like advertising and stuff like that? Do you I'd, feel- like, I'd like to think that I wasn't, mm-hmm. but it seems that whenever I've sort of landed on some fashion choices, that they're everywhere within a month. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the fuck that's about. Because like, I think I'm... Um, I'm not trying to be at the cutting edge of anything, but I felt that, you know, there were a couple of things that I was doing that, uh, that all of a sudden seemed culturally happening, uh, shortly thereafter that I, I, I thought may, I'm not taking responsibility for them because mm-hmm. maybe I was just mind fucked by suggestive something, mm-hmm. but like, where am I taking it in? I don't know. When I got all into red wing boots, like a few years back, uh-huh. I, I didn't see a lot of them around. I thought I saw one guy with these boots. Like I always wanted to find a boot with a toe strap to it that had a certain look and it was a red wing, uh, iron, uh, ranger or whatever the hell it was called. And so I bought them and then all of a sudden everyone's got them. I talked about it a lot. So part of me was sort of like, um, I kind of did that. Yeah. But I don't think I did. Do you feel like, like if you take a big step back from it and you saw the, the, the kind of the timeline of those, like where, yeah. I mean, are you, if there's five steps of yeah. those boots, are you, were you at step two? Well, yeah, I, 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 that's a good question. I don't know how it happened. You know, I don't know what, you know, what I just was wearing boots and then, and then people like my friend Dean Delray, he's got into, you know, high, like he's got a guy making boots. And then mm-hmm. I went to White's boots and it, it, it was just a boot thing. But I just remember specifically, I think, I think I was part of the, 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 the push from two to three. Okay. So you were hovering in that two yeah. to three. Yeah. There was one guy that every, that a few of us saw. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we're like, look at yeah. those boots. Yeah. And then I, I got them, then I talked about <laughs> yeah. them, and mm-hmm. then like, then I was I was part of the push from two to three, yeah. and then after that, you know, it got way out of hand. Yeah. Do yeah. you think that guy, do you think that guy, you and and 15 other people saw- The one guy? Goes back, yeah, the one guy, do you think he goes back to the boot place and he's just like- Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Give me my money. Mark Maron saw the boots. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all right there's six hundred dollars that might be that might be yeah. I, so, I don't know if it's quite, quite <laughs> i did my to, job yeah like, i did my like job the, the true conspiracy yeah don't hold off. out on me i'm yeah. your boot assassin yeah. i took down Marin. Yeah. he looked at the boots i yeah. walked back and forth in yeah. front of him a few times yeah and uh, i want my money yeah or if the guy just has to be like i running things like yeah Marin just bought some of the boots <laughs> You, that was one of the names on the thing. Here's your other. Here's the other fifty percent of the yeah, yeah, money yeah. you get. Yeah, and here are the rest of the names. <laughs> yeah, I get these. Here's <laughs> go get Josh Brolin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See if you can get one of the hip hop guys. So, so you you feel like you end up. But somebody influenced you. It's everybody's just influenced by something at some point. Like I guess, everybody. Like I know that my plaid shirt thing, I can track specifically to Jonah Ray. And I don't think I told him that. 
Okay. But I think that, like, you know, it, it became sort of an alty kind of the plaid th- shirt thing was a thing. Mm-hmm. But I was pretty much a, a flannel guy, solid. Like, my, my go-to was, like, an L.L. Bean chamois shirt okay. that had some uh, wear to it. Yeah. That was sort of w- where I was at. Sure. And Levi pants. So, like, that's the other thing, the denim thing. Like, I didn't, like, I, my, my issue is that, like, I'll get in these things, and when I see other people are doing them, then I realize, like, I, I got to get out, right? Like, I'm, I got to yeah. get out. Like the denim thing, like I, I got these Emma Jean and Willie's, the selvage denim, but I didn't really know anything about it. I just thought these were nice pants. And then all of a sudden everyone's going crazy. Then I'm sitting in a bathtub breaking in Levi's that are, spe- <laughs> and, and then I'm not washing them and they stink yeah. and I'm putting them yeah. in the freezer. Like I met a guy, I saw a guy the other night, Josh Adam Myers. He's a, a kind of a, he's a comic, but he does a rock and roll thing. And his pants look just like shiny and weird and greasy. Uh-huh. And I'm like, what's up with those pants? He's like, yeah, I'm doing the thing. I haven't washed them in seven years, just doing the freezer thing. So that's just <laughs> frozen and reheated fucking dead skin and yeah. sweat and whatever's coming off of your fucking yeah. junk down that there. Seem- right. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm committed. I'm like, I am glad I got out of that. Yeah. I'm glad that's not my life. It's like wearing that one pair of pants that I haven't washed in a decade yeah. that are just shiny from fucking body garbage yeah and then now you're kind of like you're known as like the pants guy no i know and and then it's like where are uh, your pants what's up with your pants hey, what happened to the pants yeah, they're in the shot they're in the freezer <laughs> i gotta kill all yeah. the fucking yeah. bacteria yeah. every six weeks yeah be like hey you want to go eat yeah. like wow well, my pants are in the freezer now i kind of can't <laughs> give me four hours for a pants warm up but I think to, from what you're saying, like that's what usually happens to me is that I think I've come upon something. I don't really believe that I take in a lot of advertising, but something sneaks in. Mm-hmm. You know, trends. There's some sort of momentum, meme momentum. I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. but like you know, I do know that there's a specific world of my my uh, likes. Sure. You know, and I'm I'm not wearing hats. You know, yeah. I didn't. You know, I'm not wearing a fedora. Or yeah. bowler. Mm-hmm. I tried. Yeah. You know uh, uh, that that folk singer, uh, Langhorn Swim. Mm-hmm. Nice guy. Sent me a hat that he helped design. Got me a great comedy bit, but I couldn't wear it. Just wasn't. Yeah. No, but what are you? How do you do that without like kind of like look at me? I'm wearing an outfit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got, I got to own the shit. Like right now, I'm wearing Levi's. Yeah. Okay. Like that, I broke in myself. I put the time in. Yeah. I pulled them back out. I have a lot of different pants. Like I have high-end pants that I got tired of because they're not here. The other, the the other heartbreaker is like, so these are the ones, these are the best ones. These are the ones that will last a lifetime. They don't seems the mm-hmm. stitching goes out, seams go out. They look stupid. You know, like Dean keeps everything clean. Like, what are you getting pants for? If you're going to keep them clean, what that, what are you going to get boots for to keep them clean? Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. So that bothers me, but I'm, you know, like he, he looks good, but whatever. <sighs> but my point is. So I'm wearing Levi's. I'm wearing a pair of Whites boots that I, I rotate. I rotate shoes. Try mm-hmm. to keep them going. Um, Tom Petty shirt from the last concert. Yeah, and uh, a belt that I bought in Seattle at the leather place in Pike's Market. Okay, and I'm wearing a belt buckle that I've had since seventh grade. This is sure. like original. Okay, so that's life. and it's yeah. See, I look. I have a different approach to this. I would be happy wearing like literally like a janitor's <sighs> yeah zip up. I just wear oh, the I just one like piece wearing, yeah. jumpsuit. Yeah, I just like wearing blue. Yeah, a blue shirt and yeah. blue pants. So you don't all seem, the time. So you're not susceptible. You're committed. 
I just look at it as like, I guess I have to wear something, so I'm going to wear a uniform. Right. You're always wearing that. That's true. Yeah. That's all I, that's it's like my, Einstein. So you have just a bunch of blue polo shirts. Just like wearing blue polo shirts, blue pants, a blue... That's yeah. it? That's kind of... What if you need to wear a jacket at a thing? There's got to be a blue jacket out you there. You don't somewhere. have a blue jacket? No, I have. Look, I have jackets and I have all that stuff, but in terms of me just... Day to day. Functionally being out in the world, I try. I just really... I just I don't have much of a capacity for uh-huh. it, and I'm bad at it. And my my wife will help; she fills in the blanks for it. It would be a true disaster if she was not helping me. Like sure, it, yeah. Where, but it's just like she now has I think kind of w- waves the white flag on just like oh getting you he, to spice he, up. He is wearing blue. <laughs> Why don't every you have a, buy a nice button up shirt, short sleeve? She said like that. There, what yeah. colors? Oh look. I got one teed up. Yeah. It's the fall line. Wait do- till I wear that. It, but see, for me, this is this is how, <laughs> how like, twisted it's gotten for me. Like, where you're like, yeah, I don't know if I'm comfortable wearing that hat around town. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, boy, I don't know if I wear this button-down shirt. What's going to happen? <laughs> yeah. Like, people are going to be like, hey, button-down. What's up, button-down? <laughs> like, I'm going to get made fun of. Or- <laughs> what happened to Tom? Yeah. It's like when you would go to school with, yeah. like, a haircut, and oh, then people dude. would- and people be like, "Hey, nice haircut!" Would and I would just be like, "This hurts my feelings." So, yeah. like, don't focus on. Am I? Do you do you feel? Did you feel that when you were a kid? Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, you got a haircut. It was so uncomfortable. I was so fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, and it, like it was, uh, it was just never ending. Like, there's always be problems because if you're that guy that's so self conscious. You know, something's going to happen. You're going to pee yourself. So you know, it's just not you. You're not made for this world of of you know judgment. You know, when you're that guy, just kind of like, oh my god, these pants. What if you know, like, oh, when I remember when like I got my pants ripped at camp. <laughs> you know, it's just like devastating. Like I couldn't go. I couldn't go on the rest of the day. What are we going to do? And the, they had a, like the counselor had to pin a burlap piece over this hole so my underwear wouldn't show because yeah. like the world ended. Like it dropped out of my pants. And just like, please. Oh, God. No one noticed. Yeah. No. Just don't look at Just don't look at me today. Oh, God. It's just the worst. And I always got food poisoning at camp and that. Uh, it was a nightmare, dude. I think I was like scared Hair of gr- groups also. Like it just like the, like, uh, like my, my parents were trying to figure out just like, we got to get this. Yeah. This kid will just like, just go see movies and watch TV all day. It's like you have to go do some yeah. something with other kids. What they make you do? They I got went to this like they're like, you should go to this uh, track camp. And I was like thirteen, and I was yeah. like, you guys know who I am. It's just like track camp. Yeah, it's like this. So, so it was that it was at a uh, at Rutgers College, which is yeah. kind of near. So they're like, you're going to track camp. And then, like, I see, like, the track camp sign-up table over there. They drop me off, and yeah. I go. And then I see, like, the student center was, like, <laughs> like, so I just walked into the student center and played <laughs> video games all day long and then just walked out when it's, like, yeah, track, track camp ends at 3. And I just, like, walked back out and then the next day. Drop back off, walked right into the student center in the arcade, played video games all day. Then like the then like that night, it was like two days, and then yeah. my mother's just like, Are you not going to try like I got a phone call. It's like Did they sign you up? Yeah. Oh uh-huh. no, I was signed up and they're just like they don't have a record of you going to track camp. What are you like we're dropping, like, are you not going to the camp? And I'm just like, 
yeah, I'm just uh, playing video games. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to go to track camp. I didn't want to do that. And they're just like, oh, we got to. <laughs> And then they just like fine, don't go to track camp. What were the games then? Asteroids? Oh yeah, it's just all the all Galaga. those videos. Yeah. Galaga, Defender. Defender. All those games. Yeah. Yeah. Just every one of those games and I would just be in there all What was the missile one? Missile command. Oh yeah. That yeah. was colorful. Yeah, with the roller yeah. ball. Tempest. They have Tempest, Tempest yet? Yes. Clack, 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 yeah. clack, 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 clack. The three D games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very simple. Yeah. No, but I was we used to play Space Invaders at the bowling alley. Yeah. Before the video arcades. Holiday Bowl. There'd be like a asteroids machine yeah. in the yeah. in the snack bar. Yep. There it's yeah. yeah. Asteroids. I remember when that happened. I but see like you you like I I fundamentally wanted to be around people, but I always felt uncomfortable. So I you know, but I would I would I would fight it out. Mm-hmm. But I had this problem. I had this horrendous perspiration problem. Oh, I still, I still do, which hmm. is. But you sweat this much when you were in junior high, like I was the guy with pit stains in junior high, and I couldn't do anything about it. Like, in, my dad was a doctor. There was talk of maybe getting my sweat glands surgically removed. <laughs> there were prescription antiperspirants <laughs> that we tried. There was yeah. like zinc involved was involved. Sure, and it was just like the bane of my existence. These <laughs> pit stains. <laughs> Yeah, I just get it on my forehead, and it's just like, there'll be times I'll just be like, I'm not, I swear to, I'm not nervous. I don't know why. Like, I'm, like, this has nothing to do with, like, for some reason, it's just my body. It's not my, it's not like I'm up here, like, blah, 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 yeah, I'm no, sweating. No. When you, I was at a live uh, WTF at the Bell House, mm. and um, the air was broken. The air conditioner, the air conditioner was broken, and I was just like, Yes, this is <laughs> Everyone's great. Everyone's gonna go. Down. You're all sweaty, and nobody's <laughs> gonna know a thing is wrong with me. I'm up here. We're all just like, boy, it sure is hot up here, huh, guys? I'm. S- we're all sweating up here, right? Yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, if it was 40 degrees in there, I'd probably still be still sweating. Be sweating. <laughs> Everybody'd be like, "What's wrong with that guy?" Yeah, yeah. I just remember, like, uh, like I, I kind of played in a band with this kid. We we knew like three songs, yeah. right? And it and I wasn't. I wasn't nerdy and I wasn't like on the pulse of anything until probably my junior year of high school. This was younger than that. So we played, uh, you know, taking care of business. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of made our way through part of Sweet Emotion. Mm-hmm. We kind of like fumbled through Tush. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I think we did Youngblood, uh-huh. you know, Bad Company's version yeah. of it. Yeah, I yeah was, all the big ones. Yeah, yeah. I was I was in a band a little bit because I played bass a little bit, and I was just like, I don't, I don't have any aptitude for this at all. But yeah. I just remember we played in like a driveway, like one of the the guy. <laughs> yeah. There was always like the drummers, like the you go to the drummer's house because nobody has a car. You just go right. where the drum set. Yeah, is. that's a, that's exactly what we did. Yeah, of course. So we were in a driveway playing, and it was like bad company. It was feel like making love. Burn it. Yeah. I just remember as a kid, even then, I was probably 15. Yeah. I remember thinking, like, looking at, like, these, like, four, like, losers, and one of us is, like, singing about making love. It's like, what are you, like, <laughs> none of us even know what not. that, like, feel like making love to you. It's like, what are you singing about? And it, the, what was amazing is at that age, you could find a front man. 
Yeah. And you know, and he didn't have any other talent and he probably no. wasn't that great a singer, but no. they'd lean into it. They like there's a certain type of person, this guy Damon, he didn't really sing that well, but uh-huh. he he was confident. Yeah. And he was like he was on the mic. Unbelievable. Yeah. Like you think about like David Lee Roth and like like He's terrible. He's like he's the like it's like it kind of almost sounds like he's screaming over like an instrumental track. Like yeah. they almost just like, yeah. hey, there's this band, these three guys who jam out on these songs, and he's just like, I'm just gonna scream whatever I want over Ow! the top. Of it. Has nothing to do with he's, what they're playing. He's but, a vaudevillian, that guy. Yeah, but it's all attitude. Yeah, exactly. The front man thing is sort of fascinating to yeah. me. And then nobody questions, like, then you start to get that thing like, well, he's a great front man, but it's yeah. just like, he can't sing. Yeah. Like, yeah. like it's like the first requirement yeah. of, you'd think of being a thing. Yeah, but he's he's, he's entertaining. Yeah, that, and that's... He's entertaining. But that's like that gene that I never could imagine being like, hey, I'm not good at this, but wa- watch me... <laughs> They don't watch they, me just they don't they don't have that that part no, of the equation that, yeah the hey i'm not yeah, good at yeah. this that does like, never that never yeah. comes to you imagine like just that idea of like <laughs> yeah like hey you want to sing like these are the guys who'll be like i'm a lead singer <laughs> and you're just like well this guy must be great he said he was a lead singer and then you're just like Oh my God! And you just when you finally add it up later, it's like wait, he can't sing, right? No, it's no. like no, but that was awesome. Are you kidding? Oh God! And then it's just, and then it's just the thing is has left the station. Yeah, and then it's just oh, no, no, he's a lead singer. He's <laughs> it's like like you hear those stories yeah. about like Andrew Dice Clay, who's yeah. almost like the closest stand-up yeah. equivalent to uh, the lead singer right. thing. Where people would be like, hey, that was my joke. And he'd yeah. be just like, yeah, I'm doing it now. I got to be famous. Like, there was like a story of him. Like, somebody was like, hey, that's my, like, if there's like an Otto and George or something. Oh, really? Like, hey, that's my, like, yeah. hey, man, that's my thing. He's yeah. just like, yeah, well, I'll look, I got to get famous. Yeah. So it's your problem. <laughs> yeah. I, I believe that. I remember hearing some version I of that. I believe that. that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Like, I didn't talk to him about that, but it, the, the equation seems right that yeah. Otto and George, the guy yeah. with the puppet, had a thing. <laughs> He was very funny. He's dead now. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but that would be the guy. I think I remember vaguely hearing about that. Yeah, the confidence thing. I think that killed my music career because, like, frankly, like you know, I'm playing better now than I ever have, and I never took it that seriously. And I make jokes about that. I'm grateful uh-huh. that I didn't take it seriously. But there was a time where you know I wanted to play guitar, you know, and I just remember like, like I learned the Chuck Berry thing, you know. I ne- and I never my taste in music was always oldies and blues and whatever, and then like it it, it expanded over time and it's still expanding now. But I just remember this one time where. Like, I knew, like, one lick, you know, a couple of chords. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, this band called the Philistines mm-hmm. was, uh, you know, the Philistines. They were, like, the New Mexico's and kind of punk. But they weren't punk. They were New Wave. They were art band. Art sure. band. They were yeah, yeah. on the scene, the Philistines. You know, I knew a guy, Steve LaRue. He's dead, too, now. He used to play with them. But they were the art band. They were looking for a guitar player. So I'm like, I'm going to audition for the Philistines. You know? <laughs> and these two fucking dudes come over, and they're snotty. And, you know, like kind of arty and, uh, you know, at my parents' house, you know, we're in the living room and and I've got my Telecaster Uh that, you know, I got for my birthday (laughs) or whatever. 
<laughs> my first real guitar. I bought it because Keith had one. And I got these two art snobby kind of music guys sitting there. And they're like, well, what do you know? And I'm like, just doing my Chuck Berry thing. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, do you know anything else? I'm like, I don't know. Like, what do you guys play? <laughs> What do you what do you need? Is there yeah. other things that I need yeah. to know? And I don't even remember how the audition went. I don't know if they asked me to play a song, uh -huh. but I just kind of played my Chuck Berry licks, and they just were condescending, and they walked away, and it felt awful. And then yeah. there was a string of awful things with uh, with music that just shattered my heart and and disabled the sweat thing. Like that day, I didn't tell you about that day. I've I've talked about it once or twice before, but. We were at Dean's house. His uh -huh. mother would charge us for fucking sodas. She wasn't even getting like real Coke. Yeah. It was like the low, happy time. I think it was happy time <laughs> yeah. soda that they had in cases out in the yeah. garage and we'd drink them. And then she started like, you know, charging us a quarter for every yeah. fucking happy time. Unbelievable. Right. But anyway, so girls came over and um, like a couple of girls came over, friends of uh, Bob, who was a friend of Damon's. And they came over to Dean's house. There was two of them. One of them was named Veronica, and the other one, fuck, I don't remember her name. And I'm playing guitar, and the fucking pit stain's coming, like bad. Like I'm, yeah. I'm wearing a button-up, mm -hmm. probably tucked in the Britannia pants. <laughs> 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 and uh, I might have had Famolari yeah. shoes on with the wavy bottom. And you could just feel it coming, like well, it, it was coming. just happening, you know. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure that the girls are looking. At mm -hmm. the embarrassing, you know, fourteen-year-old or yeah, fifteen-year-old yeah, yeah. with massive pit stains, yeah. and then I'm just like, I say to Dean, I'm like, "Is there a shirt in your room? Can I grab a shirt in your room? Because uh -huh. I can't do this." Yeah. And I went into his room, and there was just—I just found the, the shirt that was like right there, and it was like one of those, you know, one of those jerseys that they're like a nylon, but they have the little holes in them, not netted, but they have like, like a vent to them. Sure, like, yeah, 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 yeah. They're usually reversible. Uh huh. It was uh, uh, it was a putt putt shirt, putt putt <laughs> okay. golf, uh -huh. and because uh -huh. Dean was into putt putt, and yeah. I come out in that, you know, trying to make it smooth. Like I'm just gonna go and grab a shirt, yeah. and like just, and I come back out. And he's like, "Why that shirt? That's yeah. my putt putt championship shirt." And now, and now everyone knows I'm wearing a shirt that doesn't yeah. fit right. Yeah. It's a miniature golf shirt, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, "Why'd you change your shirt?" <sighs> And it's yeah. just like it just went downhill from there. Yeah. And then there was the uh, the music camp debacle. That that was the end of it. That was the mm -hmm. end of my music career. Did I tell you that story? Maybe I don't know. I, don't I went to music camp for two years uh, up in uh, Pottsville, outside of Pottsville, Pennsylvania. Okay. Lighthouse Arts and Music Camp. They let you smoke. Mm hmm. Sixteen years old. It's yeah. great. Sure. Just be. I don't even know why they did, but we were. Yeah. I could smoke there. So I'm you know, doing the guitar thing, taking lessons. I'm learning. Uh, the lick on like you know brown eyed girl and third rate romance i don't even know who did that song i don't know third rate romance and low rent rendezvous it's got a great guitar run on it but i couldn't figure i couldn't focus mm -hmm. but there was a performance you know you kind of were encouraged to play with other people so i you know i'm like i'm gonna put together a band for the big thing at the end yeah and i just collect these fucking guys like i like i like i picked the guys they're all problems uh-huh. We're just going to do Johnny Be Good. How how hard yeah, could that be? Says, Any fucking idiot yeah. could play Johnny Be Good. Yeah. The other band, of course, were like just the nerd crew. Like there was this kind of a very small dude who was just a wizard on the drums. The drummer was, I think his name was Ben. Uh-huh. It's always Ben. 
and like you know they were doing pops and then this guy Aronson some other guys some guy with red hair they're just a full on music nerd crew they were the other band and I don't know what they were working on so I get so the night comes we're in the band shell uh-huh. and my guys were gonna play Johnny Be Good and uh, they're fucked up you know Robert's like stoned as shit these are 15 year old guys yeah one of them's drunk, uh-huh. and you know I, you know, and I come out, I do the lead riff, and it's a fucking mess. It, you know, and that's a that's a song that can absorb some mess. Yeah, and it's not going well. Then I start, I can't hit the, I come in on the wrong pitch, mm-hmm. and I'm struggling to stay in it, and yeah. and it's a fucking disaster. It's a fucking disaster, and it's embarrassing, and there was no way that it was good. Yeah, and I'm singing, and I'm in the front. Yeah, and I'm wearing a tuxedo shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Which is now why it took you 30 years to get back into singing, to, to feel okay right. holding right. a guitar. But the other band, the Nerds, mm-hmm. I think they got up there. I think they played um, Elvis Costello's Mystery Dance. Sure. And then like an entire side of a Genesis record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're just like. And nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. Like a mic drop on that one oh, before there were mic fuck. drops. Yeah. It just erased us. Yeah. And then I moped, and the one sort of like sad girl who was my friend, like, you were really good. Uh, yeah. No, I wasn't. Yeah. That thing where they're already saying, like, no, you were good. It's like, <laughs> I mean, why, are you, why are you making it sound like I said we were terrible first? Like, you're, you're why filling that tone it in. Already? Yeah. That me, is, uh, yeah. it took me forever. Man. Looks like you were having fun up there. That's like always the <laughs> thing when a band, when a band's bad and it's just like, like, you know the people and you're just like, how were we? Oh, looks like you guys are having so much fun up there. Really in it. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, that was. <laughs> Trying to was be that, diplomatic. Yeah. What was that cover you played? Yeah. Just anything to like. <laughs> to get off the. Yeah. We were those, yeah how the, were we thing? Those new pedals? Yeah. 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 Like guitar pedals. Like today, I posted a, a picture of me playing lead in the studio on Instagram. Yeah. I, mean, I don't do that. And like, uh, you know, I, I know that I, I move funny when I'm playing. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm looking at the comments. I mean, I thought it was a pretty good lead. It, it takes a lot to, you know, like I was just in a studio laying down a lead track for this yeah. thing I did. And it was good. But like uh, there was, a, but like there were enough people who were sort of like nice pee mm-hmm. dance. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like there's a few of those. In, but you know what? I was like, it was honest. I'm okay. Sure. I'm okay. But I feel pretty proud of it. There's always going to be a thing. Just like it's almost like a like a people when they think of what how they see you, it's you holding a microphone, right? Talking and people would feel just as weird if they saw, you know, if Keith Richards was sure, on sure. holding a mic on stage, yeah. just walking around talking. You wouldn't expect. You'd it. be like, "What? What's happening? That's weird looking." Yeah, like that. That sure is a conflict in yeah. my head. Like a right. No, I get that. And I'm not, no, I'm not upset about it. I'm proud of it. And like, I'm just owning, like, this is the things I do and this is how I do them. I'm okay at some things. I'm good at other things, but there's, you know, but I'm getting better at these things and fuck it. You know, it's like, why do I, but see, the guitar thing was not something I ever shared. I ne- didn't feel necessary. Uh-huh. And now I am. So now I've, I've opened myself up yeah. to that. Well, there's a sincerity to it also. There's like a pureness. If you're going to play. You come from yeah. you come from comedy where yeah. everything is a, yeah. is a yeah. takedown or a, a a funny comment on what other people do or right. say, right? And then now you're doing this thing that is completely without. You can't do sarcastic guitar playing. Guitar playing. Yeah, I take like, yeah. I'm pretty earnest about it. Yeah, so I'm going to take be. some hits. Yeah, I'm going to take a few hits. But that's the that's the beauty of music is that it is 
those people are lowering all their guards. And especially when you have like a cool person, yeah. then suddenly when they do a thing and they're super sensitive, then that's, that's yeah. like the most effective thing sure. ever when it's just like, oh, look, they... Yeah, they're showing their humanity, and then yeah. the shield goes back up as soon yeah. as they're done with the song. But that's the thing with music is you're you're yeah. exposing yourself, and there's no it is. there's no getting around that this is a a, a sincere right. version of yourself. That's true. Like you know, like that's what always was so horrifying about it. And like, there's no way for me to like you know sing confidently. If well, I'm yeah. going to sing, it's going to be like pretty earnest. Yeah, and that's I mean, but co- after decades in with these comedy yeah. mutants, yeah. that you're now suddenly supposed to just be like, yeah, hey, I'm just gonna play, and it's gonna just be heartfelt, and there's nothing other than that. Yeah, here, yeah. like I'm not. Yeah, there's no jokes tonight. Yeah, people, uh, people are I, like, I got a lot more support than, and I'm not, you know, really hung up on it, but it's just like I was never the confidence thing. Like people who have their karaoke mm-hmm. songs. Yeah. Who the fuck are those people? Yeah, well, I do. I have some karaoke songs. You do? Oh, yeah. You sing karaoke? Oh, yeah. I like karaoke. You do? Sure. Does everyone know this? A lot of people know it. Huh. I like karaoke a lot. Huh. But it's, it, I don't like doing it in a club. Like it, like, it just scares me. I, you know, I'm not judging people who have their songs. It's just like. I like it in a room where it's me yeah. and a few of my friends and you shut the door. Oh. And you're just doing it for it's not in a not in a, a bar. club where not there's a bar. strangers and stuff. Oh. No, I'm not doing that. Oh, just like a clubhouse. Yeah, karaoke. You go clubhouse. to the thing and you rent a room. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll go rent a thing. I'll go. There was a time when uh, you'd rent a room for karaoke yeah, when it's a few friends. You go rent it. There's karaoke rooms. Really? Yeah, there's places oh, oh, to rent a room. I yeah. see. It was like, oh, there's six of you. Okay, go with roommate. No kidding. Yeah, like a studio situation. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. So and you guys would just sit down and watch each other sing. Yes, and everybody has fun in the room. Yeah, it's a nice six, time. Six people. Six people. Maybe eight. <laughs> It's low pressure. It's low pressure then, because because then there's people. Everybody's all over the map in terms of their singing ability. Yeah, yeah. and it's just it's it's kind of it's kind of a nice way that you're, it's non judgment. I'm I'm not old, judgmental. Right. It's nice. I've always been impressed with people who can do it. You know. Yeah. But like, that you whole, know, surprising. Like like I have memories of it. It was always terrifying to me, and uh-huh. I don't even know if I would do it today. But like you go to certain parties, you know, back in the day, you know, and there's a karaoke situation mm-hmm. going on. Like I don't even know what songs I would I would sing, you know. But 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 like Scott Ackerman like did Radiohead. Like, sure. Don't don't uh, don't leave me high. Yeah, high, yeah. Like, high and dry. High and dry. Yeah. And I was like, holy fuck, doing a full falsetto, and I'm like, yeah. that was impressive. Now I know that about that guy. Yeah. And then Hardwick would come out and do like Zeppelin, or whatever the fuck it was. I saw him do it two or three times. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. I thought you were gonna say he would then come out and do Radiohead. <laughs> no. Like. No. He saw another comedian do Radiohead. No, he he's, radio. but he had a full-on, fully-formed karaoke personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, which is not surprising. Yeah. Then he would do a yeah talk a show talking about the karaoke. Yeah, and then he would go yeah. in the back and yell at his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, but um, so the music though. Outside of the karaoke and the driveway. Oh, no. I, ju- I just don't have it in me. I just don't have it in me to be sincere with it. I just feel like I've I've made fun of too many things too much. And suddenly, I, for me to do, I just don't feel, I would, it would just not feel natural yeah. to me be like, here's a song I wrote about a thing. And it's like, yeah. I would just feel like, who, who am I well, doing a song? 
thing. But did you ever? Do you ever think like what? What? Because you know you and Worcester are friends, and he's yeah. like a you know just a monster drummer. Yeah, can do anything. Mm-hmm. But do you ever feel like you know what form would best express you know your musicality? Yeah, I think at this point I, I I've always thought I would be a better music manager. Like I would just uh, be like, look, guys. I know what's cool. I know what I would want to see in a band. Find some dummies and just yeah. completely mold them yeah. into like that. I would be much better. I'd be like, no, that song sucks. You're not doing that one. Change this to that, but never perform the thing. Yeah, right. Just kind of that would have. I would have been much better at that. That would have been satisfying. That would have been a better fit for me. What do you listen to to uh, to make yourself feel better in these these times of the garbage fire? What do I listen to? I listen to. Um, I, I hate when people ask me that question. No, I'm okay. I list. I, I've been listening to a lot of uh, the OCs. This, oh yeah, uh, this album they did. The, yeah, the OCS album is like this quiet album that I just like. It is like a a perfect like cool down album for me to just yeah. listen to, and it's just like it's like oh, this is my head feels okay. This uh, is easy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's nice. Because sometimes it's just like with loud stuff, it's like everything's loud. Yeah. Like there's some version of volume to everything now. Yeah. It, it feels like we're all, like you were saying, we're under attack yeah. all the time. Yeah. And it's just like, it's okay to be like nice to yourself. Yeah. And it's like- Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started like, yeah. like one thing I did, I started working at this, like volunteering at this food bank. And oh, I'm yeah? just trying to be like, yeah, it's the best thing I ever did. Like it started, it started in the weirdest ways. Like remember that movie Sausage Party that was like the oh yeah Seth Rogen and the, the yeah, hot the weird dogs supermarket yeah thing. having sex with each other and like God, did they get away with some joke on that fucking movie? That was like because I saw the trailer for that. I'm like, you couldn't pay me to like this this movie yeah. like presses some button in me that upsets me like yeah. anthropomorphic food yeah. So I I tweeted that yeah. I was just like, how much would I have to get paid to see this movie? And I was like. And then I was like, yeah, I think I need $800 to see this movie. And then <laughs> yeah. listeners like, we'll pay. I think we'll, what if we start a, a GoFundMe, $800 to see the thing. And I'm like, I'm telling you right now, I'm keeping the money. Like if you do it, it's because then people are like, yeah, it'd be great. Give it, give the money to charity. I'm like, yeah. no, I'm telling you if, you, if you give to this thing, I'm keeping it. Yeah. It's going into my pocket. <laughs> yeah. And then. And I'm going to buy milk duds. Yeah. Peanut M and M's. The money popcorn. came in. The money came in. They actually raised the money. Yeah. And then I was like, I can't keep this money. What yeah. am I, a monster? <laughs> yeah. Like, so then I gave the money to this food bank in New Jersey, the community food bank in New Jersey. And then I like, I was like, hey, I just and I like figured I'll like match it or whatever on my own. So it's like yeah. so it was like a nice check. And then so I contact them. I'm like, hey, I just want to give this money. And uh, they're like, oh well, what's the story with this? Uh, Thing it's like, well, you know that movie. Uh, so it's, and now I'm explaining to some woman trying Why to just trying to just, yeah, just like, you know the movie Sausage Party, right? Yeah. And she's like, no, I don't, I don't know what that is. It's like, well, it's a thing with a hot dog having sex with a like. I'm trying to <laughs> yeah. like, look, just take the just take the check. <laughs> and then I started volunteering there, and it's like the most, it's like the most, it's such a great grounding thing. Anytime I start to get like really anxious yeah with the world i just go there and then it's just like it's like no no you're just put you're filling boxes with food that go to people that can't and you go over there get out of their house yeah you just sign up for a shift and you pack boxes for a few hours 
Yeah. And it's just like, it's like, oh, so we do have some control over the world. Like, Uh in the immediate sense. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of the people actually in your backyard. Right. And and you can actually, you spend a few hours doing a thing and then like you and a group of people who you have maybe have nothing in common with, you all packed boxes and now it's like, you know, 500 families have food now. And it's just like, and what it led me to was this thing where it's just like, like these shitty people are not the country. They're not the country. Right. Like they are just, they have their hands on the steering wheel right now, yeah. but they are not, Right. they are not America. Right. They are just driving the bus right now. Right. And in, that's a temporary into a thing. Into a wall. Yes, exactly. That into building. a wall. Yeah. That they're, yeah. <laughs> but it's still just like, you have to remember the larger sense of things. And it's like, there's a, there's worlds that are not their world. Yeah, people like, you know, underneath it all, underneath all the noise and the garbage fire, you know, there's, you know, people still sort of like, you know, having lives, helping other people, you know, doing the right thing, Mm -hmm. you know, communities, you know, and also mobilizing for political action to vote and that there's stuff happening and there's, there's people, you know, showing up for other people and it's, that's what America really is. Yeah, it really. And it's just like, those are the people, like the idea that you live in a place and there's people like not on the other side of the world that are hungry. It's like people like a mile away from you don't have food. It's like, yeah. that's insane. So it really strips it down and it makes it kind of, re- kind of like reaffirms the humanity for me of yeah. things. That's but, great. Yeah. But then service. Yeah. But then I still go there and I end up getting like, there like some retired guy who's just kind of like boss, like <laughs> yeah. just like, don't tell me how to, he's like, Hey, you need to cut the box. Like you're, we're breaking the boxes up that had the thing put them in that. It's like, put them in that one. Not that way. He's like bossing me around. I'm like, who the fuck are you? You're going to tell me what to do. It's like, you don't work here. Like you're just a volunteer like me, like Paul, like yeah. I read his yeah. Yeah. <laughs> name tag. It's like the sticker. Yeah. yeah just pack, worry about yourself, <laughs> Paul with the thing. Like, no, if you want to get those boxes, just uh, you get the go get a knife from that table and so it's like calm down. Like I still it's amazing that like in the purest thing I still find like a, a an enemy yeah, yeah. to just to rally against. Hey, you know there's something, you know, like those guys who like are retired and decide they still yeah. need to do stuff go either way. Could go yeah. either way. Either they're like sort of like uh magnanimous kind of like back in the day guys yeah or there are guys who are sort of like no when i had a store this is how we did it yeah and yeah. that's how paul uh, was <laughs> at the food bank you don't know what you're gonna Just get with kind of <laughs> telling me how yeah. to do my th- it's like look i'm not a yeah kid yeah. here at the food bank. did you say that to him no i you just sucked it up. i just was like you I'm going to do the boxes twice as fast. I'm going to show you how it's done, Grandpa. (laughs) You watch. Watch how fast I break these boxes down. He probably has got like some, you know, some part, like like a daughter or, you know, grandkid who's sort of like, Grandpa, you should go help people. Nah, I'm not going to. Yeah. Well, you're just sitting around yelling at the TV. Go help people. Yeah. Go yell at real people. Yeah. You haven't bossed anyone around in a while. Stop bossing us around. (laughs) Go boss some people around. It's so funny at that food bank, though. It's like nobody, there's every stripe of person is there volunteering except for like other like cool people, like for lack of a better, like people who I would relate to as like my scene or whatever. I've never seen one person there. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, I think I, like, when I think about myself and that, like, I've started to, you know, as I made more money, you know, I give to charity, I give more mm-hmm. to charity. Uh, you know, I do feel like on some level, you know, when people 
get good things out of my show, uh, the podcast, and they tell me about it, that I'm doing service. I donate a lot of books that I get sent to libraries, um, but I don't get into it. You know, I mm-hmm. could just go down to central office and answer AA, AA calls, you know, for a couple hours. You know, I yeah. can do, like, I have a direct channel yeah. <laughs> through through AA mm-hmm. to, you know, I could make coffee, I could set up chairs, I could go down to central <laughs> office and, you know, get calls from people in trouble and tell them where they can go. But I, I, I don't uh, make the time for it. And I think uh, th- it, there is something about showing up and being selfless that is... Um, that is good for, uh, you know, not only the community, but yourself. Yeah. I mean, it really does help if you feel uh, like for me, if I feel like the the energy is just kind of overflowing and I kind of don't know where to put it, just going there and kind of exhausting myself doing that stuff. Yeah. It just, you just leave, you just like, you left something there and it actually kind of burns off the. Yeah the the bad stuff sure yeah it's not it's it, you feel like you're you're actively being uh helpful and human yeah how's new jersey it's great i love it yeah yeah I, it, I kind of wrap my head around i just like that's where i like being yeah i miss it and i i haven't lived there since i was six yeah does it go, do you go to farmer's markets Food, food uh, vegetable stands. Yeah, there's all sorts of that stuff popped up everywhere. Yeah, there's, there's stuff everywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. got the uh, tomatoes. You get all of it. Yes, every kind of vegetable you Peach. may want. Yeah, you get nice peaches, big zucchinis. Yeah, you get get bell peppers. They've got all of it. Mark, they've got every vegetable. It's the, it's the garden state. It's like a grocery store outside. <laughs> oh, I'm starving. You ready to eat? Sure. Did we get it. it done? I think so. This uh, is nice. I think we help people. We talk. Yeah. You fixed me finally. If ultimately we did a real service for people, <laughs> look, the word hero gets thrown around. <laughs> but I don't think, a lot. I, I don't think there's another situation where it could apply more than what we did on these yes, mics today. Exactly. Tom. So, so let's go celebrate. You're welcome for our service. You are welcome, and uh, it's great talking to you. And I'm gonna, I'll make some salmon. Great. Thank you.